Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Greenbelt tonight that might be related. All this rain will give way to frigid temperatures heading into the holiday weekend. A flood warning is in effect for Northern Virginia until 2.30 this morning. It's 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. It's out. The January 6th committee has released a massive report on its investigation of the insurrection. More from CBS's Steve Dorsey in Washington. The committee's report includes its legislative recommendations to prevent future similar attacks. The committee is endorsing changes to the Electoral College. It also says insurrectionists shouldn't hold public office. Ultimately, it's the conclusion of the committee's sweeping 18-month probe that led it to recommend multiple people be charged with crimes, including the former president. A weather system so big it's hard to describe is bringing high winds, snow, and Arctic temperatures to the central U.S. now. Lonnie Fry is trying to fly out of Denver. Got on the bus to, to come from Boulder to the airport, and halfway here, our, our flight was canceled, so now we're here. Yeah. Citrus growers in Florida are trying to save their fruit, says WKMG-TV's Amanda Castro. You can get cold damage and it'll set you back not just a year or two, but years, depending on how bad it gets. Arnold says this comes after a really hard year for the citrus industry due to pests and damage from hurricanes. He adds it's devastating to possibly see his family's hard work destroyed. To watch them grow up and to fertilize them and to know in one night some cold weather can come and just kill all of our hard work. It's heartbreaking. There are concerns about the effectiveness of some popular over-the-counter drugs. Some doctors and pharmacists are asking the FDA to stop the sale of versions of the popular cold medicines Benadryl, Mucinex, Theraflu, and Tylenol. The over-the-counter pills, syrups, and liquids rely on an ingredient called phenylephrine to help relieve nasal congestion. The ingredient is considered safe, but several studies have found it doesn't actually clear up stuffy noses. Jim Crisilla, CBS News. The disgraced founder of the FTX cryptocurrency exchange appeared before a federal judge on Thursday. Prosecutors allege Sam Bankman-Fried defrauded investors and customers out of billions of dollars, but they agreed to let him out on bond. More from CBS's Lilia Luciano. He'll live in Palo Alto, California at his parents' home, must wear an electronic monitoring bracelet, and surrender his passport, Sharp all stemming from what the feds call or sweeping fraud scheme that contributed to FTX's collapse. Brittany Griner is asking those who supported her during her time in a Russian prison to advocate for the release of Paul Whelan. He is serving a 16-year prison sentence in Russia on spying charges that the U.S. says are baseless. The U.S. had tried to get Whelan out of Russia along with Griner, but Russia would only agree to swap Griner for a Russian arms dealer who had been imprisoned in the U.S. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dan Rowan.
the top stories here on WTOP. We're following this hour. New this morning, Greenbelt police are asking the public for help after officers responded to 28 Crescent Road for what they described as a cutting incident, and two people suffered minor injuries. The suspect fled from the scene before the officers arrived. Now police say they have received reports of a man matching the suspect's description, knocking on doors of residents along Crescent Road, asking to be led into their homes. If you live in the immediate area, please ensure that your home is secured and all the doors are locked. And if you should see this man, please call the Greenbelt Police. Police are furiously pulling surveillance video and asking for tips to find out who shot and killed a man Wednesday night at a busy Silver Spring parking garage. WTOP's Megan Clority reports you'll be seeing a lot more police patrols in that area. As I stated, we have no leads at this particular time. Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones says they don't know the motive of the person who shot and killed 62-year-old Charles Reynolds in the Wayne Avenue garage Wednesday evening. It does not appear at this point that there was, uh, that nothing was taken from him. We do know that his vehicle was also found still in the garage. Jones says Reynolds just had dinner with his family at a nearby restaurant and planned to drop the leftovers in the car before meeting them for ice cream at Ben & Jerry's. Strangers discovered his body in a pool of blood in the garage stairwell. County Executive Mark Elrich. This is the kind of random thing that is really most worrisome to people in the community. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Earlier this year, a Montgomery County High School student was accused of buying a ghost gun online, bringing it to school, and then shooting a 15-year-old classmate when the two of them were in a bathroom. Now that student has been sentenced to 18 years in prison, on attempted murder charges. In court, video was shown of 18-year-old Stephen Alston Jr. calmly walking into the bathroom at Magruder High School before the shooting, and according to prosecutors, literally skipping out of that bathroom after the shooting of his classmate. That told us a lot about how much of an impact what he did had on him. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy. That video was followed by the victim's mom talking about her son and her sharing a birthday and not knowing if because of his critical injury she'd be planning a funeral for him on that day instead this year. Alston Jr.'s attorney David Felton told the court his client made a stupid choice because he was terrified of the victim. The judge telling the court he believed Alston Jr. was remorseful but also said he had to be punished for what was a seismic event. Alston Jr.'s sentence will be served at a prison for youth offenders. At Montgomery County Circuit Court in Rockville, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. An activist is accusing a Fairfax, Fairfax County High School of not telling students that they qualified for a national merit commendation. These are the students whose scores are among the top 50,000 on the PSAT, but not high enough to merit being a semifinalist. Ashri Nomani claims that the leaders at Thomas Jefferson High School withheld notifying the kids as part of what he said was a war on merit campaign. The allegations first appeared in the conservative publication City Journal. A spokesman says the school system is working to fix the problem. Over 1,000 6th through 12th graders in the D.C. public school system are not up to date on their routine vaccinations. Last Friday was the deadline for students to comply with the requirement. About 1,100 have still not caught up. A spokesman tells WTOP the staff are reaching out to families to make them aware of the vaccination resources in the community. But the school year started when Mayor Muriel Blouser and other D.C. leaders doubled down on what they call the no shots, no school policy. They say kids not caught up would not be allowed to attend class. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, we'll hear from a congressional reporter from The Hill, Michael Schnell, on the release tonight of the 
final report on the January 6th committee. We'll get all those details. WTOP News Time now. It's 12.07. Let's go to traffic. Let's go to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Let's get out in the wet with all the reduced visibility and not a great deal of tremendous, not tremendously good footing anywhere you go. With caution, anywhere you go, we do have issues to talk about in Virginia. 95 northbound on the ramp to... uh, uh, Franconia Road, exit 169, right side of the ramp, blocked by crash activity. I think it's that ramp that ultimately takes you on to Lowisdale Road. The rest of the 95 ride is wet, but it is fine. It is uneventful, at least at that point. On 395, no reported delays between the Springfield Interchange and the 14th Street Bridge. 66, no reported delays as you make your way westward toward uh, Haymarket without any Issues pending in the t- main travel lane. It's got a couple stopped on the roadside. You're going to find a lot of that overnight. People who have to pull over and stop along the roadside. Extra caution because you might find people lurking in the darkness over off the side of the roadway. Capital Beltway is quiet in both Maryland and Virginia. Inner and outer loop in Maryland. 95 and the BW Parkway are quiet, though there had been crash activity reported 100 westbound on the ramp to 95 northbound with caution for what may linger there. On Silver Hill Road through Suitland, about halfway between the Suitland Parkway and Suitland Road near Swan Road, following police direction around a police investigation, I-295 in the district southbound near Joint Base Anacostia Bowling crash activity with some lanes blocked, and we're following police direction there as well. Lots of high-standing water throughout the area, lots of ponding. With caution, less speed, and more following distance to get from point A to point B. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars and trucks and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. And let's check in and get the weather from Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Principali. Watch for areas of high water on area roads. We start in the 40s. Showers return toward dawn. They will end as some snow showers with an Arctic cold front plowing through the area this morning. Blustery and much colder on this Friday. We start in the 40s. We end in the 20s. Winds pick up as wind advisories kick in. They'll be 15 to 30 miles an hour gust of 40 plus. Wind chills of 0 to 10 below as a wind chill advisory kicks in on Friday night. Continues in Saturday morning. Christmas Eve, Saturday clouds give way to sunshine, blustery and frigid. Lower 20s, wind chills in the single digits. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. 43 degrees now in Chantilly. It's 54 in Penn Quarter, 54 in Columbia, but the weather and temperatures are going to be dropping off pretty quickly. That is for sure throughout the rest of the night. Brought to you by Long Fence. Say 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP News Time now is 12-11. 
Former President Donald Trump conspired to overturn the 2020 election. That's the assertion made in the final report released a few hours ago by the House January 6th committee. It's nearly 850 pages. It caps an 18-month investigation by the select committee. Michael Schnell is a congressional reporter for The Hill. Join Dimitri to discuss the newly released report. The report is dense, 845 pages, but one of the newest things that we are seeing from this document is the legislative recommendations. One of the main responsibilities of the January 6th committee was to investigate what happened before, during, and after the Capitol riot, but it was also to put forth a series of legislative recommendations to ensure that something like the Capitol riot would not happen again. We saw one of those previously, the Electoral Count Act, which is an overhaul of the 1887 law that mandates how the counting of electoral votes happens on the 6th. But we saw 10 other legislative recommendations in the report. One of the most striking is one that would bar former President Trump from serving in office under the 14th Amendment. The report notes that under the 14th Amendment, it prohibits individuals from serving if they have engaged in an insurrection. And the committee essentially here is making the argument that former President Trump did engage in an insurrection, whether that be through his House impeachment in January 2021 or the criminal referral that the committee just unveiled on Monday. They are arguing that he did engage in insurrection and for that reason should be barred from serving in office. And they're essentially calling on the committee to come up with some sort of mechanism to make it clear that President Trump engaged in insurrection and would be barred from serving in office under the 14th Amendment. That's one of the biggest legislative recommendations we're seeing. Another thing we're seeing is that they're calling for the joint session of Congress that's meant to count electoral votes on January 6th. They want to be that to be called a national special security event. And now, according to the committee, that is a sort of designation that events in Washington, like the inauguration, the State of the Union, are designated, which requires increased security measures, specific security measures and significant advanced planning. The joint session of Congress that happens for the counting of electoral votes on January 6th does not have that designation. January 6th committee wanted to. So those are just two of the legislative recommendations that we're seeing. But uh, it's, it's a very large component of the committee's jurisdiction. To the extent that it's clear from the report, going back to the first point you made, that the committee believes Donald Trump should never be allowed to hold office again. Is that tied to any criminal referral and eventual criminal conviction? So the way the committee is putting it is that they want Congress to consider, quote, creating a formal mechanism for evaluating whether or not to bar individuals in the report from serving in government under that constitutional statute. So it's a little iffy right there. Again, this is not legislative text. These are just recommendations. That's an important thing to note. So if this were to come to legislation, it would be more specific. But it could involve, like I mentioned, part of that evidence that the committee used to argue that former President Trump engaged in insurrection, was that criminal referral, was his impeachment in the House. That is Michael Schnell, a congressional reporter for TheHill.com. Coming up on WTOP, Rod Wood, Rob Woodfork has all the sports. It was a good night for the Capitals, but not such a good night for the Wizards. We'll get all the details. WTOP News Time. It is 1214. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. For almost 175 years, Washington Gas has been committed to improving life in the DMV. 
Safety and reliability are just two reasons why Washington Gas is investing in large-scale modernization of our infrastructure region-wide. When you see us on your streets, this is what we're focused on. Learn more at WashingtonGas.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. To the sports desk, here's Rob Woodfork. Alex Ovechkin was held without a goal for the fourth straight game, but passed Ray Bork for the most shots on goal in NHL history and assisted on the Capitals' two regulation goals in a 3-2 overtime win in Ottawa, Coach Peter Laviolette. That's no surprise. I mean, he's impressive, though. Like, you know, I mean, he's going to be tops in the charts and shots, goals, and hits. It's pretty impressive. So is the Caps' special teams and Marcus Johansson's overtime goal in their third straight win and eighth in their last nine, entering the 7 p.m. face off at home against the Winnipeg Jets. The Wizards will also play the second game of a back-to-back in Sacramento after falling to the Jazz in Utah, 121-12, to drop 11 of their last 12. Bradley Beal scored a game-high 30 points. The Wiz shot 56% from the floor, but a 13-0 Jazz run bridging the third and fourth quarters, just a little too much to overcome. Down a level, the Maryland men emphatically stopped a three-game losing streak with a 75-45 win over St. Peter's, but George Washington and American each lost close games. Long before the news on the commander's ownership bidding on the field, it was Chase Young set to make his season debut Saturday in San Francisco, Ron Rivera. We're going to have him on a pitch count initially, and who knows. But again, it's going to be you know a few here, a few here, a few here, and you know just kind of take him through the actions and, and see how he handles it. The so-called pitch count is somewhere between 12 and 18 plays. The defense, though, could be without Cam Curl and Benjamin St. Juice, who are each listed as questionable with ankle injuries. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. WTOP News Time, 12-17. A former Montgomery County police chief has died. Donald Brooks of Gaithersburg was 96. He was the chief of police from 1988 through 1991 when he retired. His time with the department, though, went all the way back to 1950. In 1988, he co-authored a book, A Worthy Innovation, A History of the Montgomery County Police. His family says that was one of his greatest accomplishments. Now to the top stories we're following at WTOP. There's snow and ice once you head west, and that means that holiday travel is being snarled around the country. Some area school districts have already canceled classes as well for today. The Senate has passed a spending plan for the next year. The House could move quickly on the bill, too, in order to adjourn Congress and get home before Christmas. There are at least five bidders to buy the Washington Commanders. The bids are due later today. Keep it here on WTOP. We'll have these stories and all the other details coming up. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Ian Crawford is in the WTOP Traffic Center. A lot of areas of high standing water this morning, Dan. Extra caution as you head out this morning. And, and good luck trying to keep it between the lines because the lines are not easy to see on I-95. A little bit earlier tonight through Maryland uh, had a lot of hard time trying to keep the, the car between the lines because the lines are very hard to see. So extra caution anywhere you go. Back off the speed. Give yourself more following distance to get from here to there. With all that said... 
actually we're pretty pretty mellow right now on the Capitol Beltway. No delays, no issues pending right now in Maryland or Virginia, inner or outer loop. In Virginia, the crash cleared now. 95 northbound on the ramp to Franconia Road, exit 169. That is now gone. On I think whatever we had on the Dulles Toll Road is now long since taken care of. We did have some crash activity through Arlington, southbound Glebe Road near I-395. The Crash is blocking the right lane. Unclear whether it still is. Have not had an update from Arlington authorities on that one. On the Maryland side, 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Main travel lanes are good. Extra caution on those overpasses and those flyover ramps because not good traction there or anywhere right now. Have a new reported crash on Route 3 northbound on the ramp to go north on 97. Unclear whether this is a new crash, actually, or whether this was the earlier crash ongoing with now medical response but with caution on that ramp trying to get northbound on 97 and on silver hill road both directions near swan road through suitland crash activity and an investigation to follow police direction to get around ian crawford wtlp traffic thanks ian now let's go to steve principali storm team four meteorologist watch for high water on area roads early on this friday morning otherwise mostly cloudy starting in the 40s rain showers will arrive toward dawn again or return toward dawn and rain showers turn to snow showers in the morning with an Arctic cold front coming through. That cold front means business, blustery, and much colder. Temperatures end the day in the 20s. Winds pick up as wind advisories kick in today and also a wind chill advisory. Later on your Friday, Friday evening or Friday night, wind chills of 0 to 10 below. Heading into Christmas Eve, clouds give way to sunshine, blustery, frigid, lower 20s, wind chills in the single digits. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. Thank you, Steve. Right now it's 54 degrees at Reagan National, 54 at BWI Marshall, 50, 43 degrees at uh, Dulles out in uh, Virginia, out in Loudoun County, way out a little bit west of here. The weather brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts visit newlookhomedesign.com today. Coming up on WTOP, we'll tell you why Arizona has agreed to take down a makeshift border wall. We'll have that story. WTOP News Time. It's 1221. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms, and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Think real estate? Think change. This is Dave Johnson. I think real estate. I think a constant. Jennifer Young and her team at Jennifer Young Homes. And the slogan, your home, your success. And as I discovered with Jennifer Young, it's more than a slogan. It's reality. Uh, Listen to Rodney and Jen's story. Uh, They were relocating their family to Kentucky, so they needed to sell their home in Hamilton, Virginia. They listed it with another agency first, but after two months, zero offers. Relisted it with Jennifer Young Homes and saw right away what a difference it makes to work with an agent with a proven system. 
system for finding buyers. Took less than a day to find the right buyer and sell the home for $1,100,000. Rodney and his family, yeah, could make their move to Kentucky and, as he said, couldn't be happier with the entire experience. And that's because Jennifer Young and her team handled everything. Yes, if you connect with Jennifer Young, it will be your home, your success. Connect at JenniferYoungHomes.com. That's JenniferYoungHomes.com or 877-611-SELL. That's 877-611-SELL. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. This is WTOP News. 1223, Arizona is agreeing to take down a makeshift border wall, settling a legal battle with the federal government. The Biden administration and Arizona Republican Governor Doug Ducey have agreed the state will stop installing a wall of shipping containers in national forest land at the Mexico border. The state must also take down the containers already stacked too high and topped with razor wire in a remote valley in southeastern Cochise County by January 4th without damaging any natural resources. That's according to documents filed Wednesday in U.S. District Court. Several federal departments joined in the lawsuit. The placement of thousands of containers at a cost of $95 million was about a third of the way along. But environmental protesters held up the work in recent days, and Democrat Katie Hobbs, taking over as governor in two weeks, opposes the construction. Governor Ducey has said the federal government owes it to Americans to release a timeline on when it would fill any remaining gaps in the permanent border wall. I'm Jennifer King. The Arlington County Sheriff's Office is ending its voluntary cooperation with the Immigrations and Customs Enforcement. But in a letter this week to local activists, the Sheriff's Office, which runs the county jail, also said it would continue to follow state law and submit any required information to ICE and continue to honor any judicially signed warrants from ICE. Pro-immigrant activists applauded the decision on Twitter, calling it a major win for migrant communities in Arlington County. Over the summer, the county board approved a trust policy, as it's called, limiting police cooperation with ICE. Stress around the holidays can be tough, but people who are struggling don't have to be alone. Remember, you're not alone. We're here to help you. Dr. Barbara Bazron with D.C.'s Department of Behavioral Health says anyone anywhere can get support calling 988. When you call 988, a trained crisis counselor will answer the phone. We'll listen to understand how the problem is affecting you, provide support, and share resources as needed. And in D.C.? If necessary, our community response team can come to your home, can come wherever you are in the community and provide you with the support you need in person. Christy King, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow lost 349 points in Thursday's session. That's 1%. Movie theater chain AMC stock was among those tumbling after announcing a 10-for-1 reverse stock split. Mortgage rates continue easing down now. Freddie Max says a 30-year fix fell to about 6.25% this week. That's a three-month low. The number of homes for sale in northern Virginia is up 41% from a year ago. Average time to sell is now approaching a month. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, millions of people are traveling this holiday weekend. We'll hear what the TSA says you should do if you are heading to the airport. WTOP News time. It's 1226. Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton, and the sights and sounds of Christmas have a joyful sound. Yet for many, there may be a struggle with the violence and unrest of our times. Holiday cards depict a peaceful, silent night. Yet it was into a cultural climate much like ours that Jesus Christ was born. King Herod was a violent king, 
and his viciousness was soon felt in Bethlehem. Yet the angel proclaimed Jesus' birth with, I bring you good tidings of great joy, for there is born to you this day a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The angels then proclaimed, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace.